0: Hello and welcome back to another episode of At The Barbell. I'm your host, Shelby Ann. So today is January 2nd of 2020. It is officially a brand new year. So happy new year to you. Um, My birthday was yesterday and I turned the young age of 32. Um, I feel very blessed to have my birthday be on the first. So I start a new year With a new age. So it's kind of cool. This episode, I want to take you through kind of who I am and how I got to where I am today so that you can get to know me a little bit better as I take you on my podcast journey. I was born and raised in a town called Farmington, Iowa. Um, When I was six months old, I tragically lost my mother, leaving my dad to be a single parent. Um, And my grandma helped raise me um, as my dad worked for a cold train company and worked some really crazy hours. Also worked a little overtime to help pay for my mom's medical bills. And so I was blessed that I was able to be raised by my grandma. Um, My dad would take me anytime that he had free and that's how I grew my love for hunting and being outdoors um, because my dad was an avid hunter and he would take me and set me in a tree stand or in the duck blind with him just so that we could hang out. Uh, When I was seven, my dad married my stepmom and I moved back into the house with them. And a year later, my kid sister, Sydney, was born. Um, Living in the middle of nowhere, we had about 40 acres by our house that um, I would go out and just make my own fun, whether it was climbing trees or throwing hedge balls at my friend's or playing in the mud, or building forts, you name it, anything that I could do to be outside. Riding four-wheelers, or taking my BB gun and shooting it at a bunch of random uh, trees or birds. Um, I was active at a very young age, playing t-ball, softball, and any activities that I can And then through middle school, same thing. I was very active with volleyball, basketball. Um, I played the clarinet in middle school, ran track. Um, But when I was in um, eighth grade playing basketball, I had my first serious injury and I tore my ACL. It was very hard for me because I went from going 100 miles an hour to learning how to walk and do everything with my leg. Um, It taught me a lot at a very young age of patience and self-care and learning how to build your body back up after having an injury. Um, I was able to rehab my knee and get back to playing volleyball my freshman year of high school. It was still very challenging because I wasn't very trusting of my leg, but with the support of my friends, they helped me get through that volleyball season. From there, I stayed very active. I was on the dance team. I played basketball, ran track, and then played softball. Um, I did that all through high school, being very active. Uh, My junior year, I did have another injury when I was running around our lovely dirt track that we had, and I tore my meniscus. So not as bad as an ACL tear, but yet still had to have surgery and go do rehab to get my knee back to where it should be. Um, so that led me into really wanting to get into the fitness realm. Um, kind of when I was thinking about college of, you know, going to school for physical therapy because of all the therapy that I had to do. Also, I was very blessed to have, um, our AD Mark Patterson, push me, um, in wanting to lift weights. He would come into the school, um, very early in the morning and I would have to be there for dance team or music. So I would come in a little earlier and he would give me a workout to do and show me what I needed to do and then would do that. That helped me kind of get some strength back into my legs and also, um, help me with my sports so that I wasn't, um, as weak as I would have been if I didn't lift. And he helped really catalyst to my love for wanting to lift. Um, When I got to Kirkwood, there wasn't a lot of girls who lifted, you know, they would do the treadmill elliptical and I would get my friends to come into the gym with me and work out. And they just felt kind of awkward in the strength room, which in today's world, you know, it's nice to see that there's a lot more women in um, the strength room Or lifting weights, no matter if it's barbells, dumbbells, all that jazz. So I went to Kirkwood where I was going to school for physical therapy and decided that maybe it wasn't the best interest for me um, after taking a biology class with a teacher who scared the living shit out of me. So I decided to change my major to liberal arts and just get a general education until I figured out what I wanted to do. Um, I was very active in college um, as much as I wanted to drink and still played intramural sports. um, And I played basketball and um, had another injury where I tore my ACL again in 2009 and had to go through that whole rehabilitation process again. So when I went to UNI, I enrolled in the movement and exercise science program because I knew the importance of lifting weights and taking care of your body and trying to prevent these injuries that I had happened or that I had happened to me. So from there, um I got my BA in movement and exercise science and I took a year off um where I just did odds and ends jobs while working at Pump House being their morning manager. So I was getting leadership roles um under my belt learning how to manage people Um, a business. And then also I did this program called Silver Sneakers where I got to work with um, the elderly clients, whether it was sitting on a chair or using a um, ball or bands just to help them get movement in their body. Because to me, no matter what age, I feel like that you can do some sort of exercise, maybe the strenuous of that exercise or the intensity of that will vary um, with age or injury or where you're at. Yeah, I think that anybody is capable of doing some type of working out, whether you do that workout at home or you do that workout in a gym. So during that year, I realized that I wanted something more. I wanted to get back to school, get some more education and adventure into the realm of being a strength and conditioning coach in a school. So in 2012, I went back to school to get my master's in kinesiology. And that was probably the best thing that I did. It was so awesome to get back into school, um, into learning, um, being in a weight room, seeing what it's like to write programs for um, kids because you don't just writing a program for one person. It is a lot of kids that you're writing programs for different sports. I was mentored by um, Judd Smith who had us meet every Monday And would just give us different topics to talk about. And one of the best things that he said is he's said to us, he's like, if you think that your program is the best, you're going to quickly find out that you are wrong. Um, You're going to make mistakes and you're not going to have the best programming, but the best thing that you can do is keep learning and tweaking. And that just really resonated with me because sometimes it's hard to think about that, not saying that you're not the best, but knowing that you know, You're always learning and sometimes you're going to come up with something and it's not the exact right thing that you need, but you can learn how to make that even better. So I got a lot of education on programming. Um, I worked with the football team, the rugby team, cheerleading, the golf team and the diving team. I was able to program for the golf and diving team, which is really interesting because I love to think outside the box. So I was using movements and lighter weights to help them with what they did. Um, with golfing, it was a lot of rotation and working on the swing, their posterior chain and core. And then with divers, it was a lot of more working on the smaller muscles around the shoulder, around their ankles of how they jumped off the diving board. So that was really fun for me to do. As I was approaching graduation, I was applying to different jobs and I wasn't finding any jobs in the strength and conditioning world at the moment. Um, And so that led me to having my friend reach out to me and apply to Iron Tribe Fitness in hopes that I would be able to move to Denver, um, Colorado. I visited there in 2009 and it was simply breathtaking. And there's always going to be a piece of my heart in Denver. Um, because I, like I said earlier, I love the outdoors and I love the wilderness and it just really has a huge piece of my heart. So I didn't get the job in Denver, Colorado, but I did get the job in New Orleans. And let me tell you, when I told my family that I was moving to New Orleans, you should have seen the look on their face. Um, And it was the best decision I ever made. I packed my car up with things that I could and I moved down there. Now, uh, when I got there, I was going to Birmingham, Alabama for training and they had their snow apocalypse that happened. So I was uh, just driving through town and I was talking to my my new boss and I'm like, where do you want me to go? Because I won't be able to get to you. And I was able to stay at a friend's a friend of hers house for three days snowed in. And it was just so crazy that, you know, these strangers let me into their house and we became lifelong friends and I still talk to them today. So small town girl from Iowa moving to New Orleans. Um, it was awesome. I met lifelong friends. I met some of the most amazing people. And that's one thing that I love about being a coach in a gym is you get to meet so many people in a very short amount of time. And then also you build relationships with those people because you see them on a daily basis and sometimes see them more than you see your family. Um, I stayed in new Orleans for two and a half years before I decided to transfer to the new Orleans. I mean the Nashville location. Um, from there, I worked in Nashville for a year before I decided to leave the company and then move back to New Orleans because of the time. That's where I thought my happiness was. I will let you know a happiness is not in any location, a thing, a material object. You manifest your own happiness, and you're not always going to be happy. Um, if you have met me or have listened through my podcast or keep on with me, keep on with my journey, you will know that I am full of positiveness. I'm full of happiness, but I do, I am human and I do have my bad days and days where it is hard for me to not be as happy as I want to be. So after moving back to New Orleans, I tried to start a fitness company with a guy who, um, at the time, I just didn't have the best gut feeling, but I'm like, I'm going to go with it because I know I can make this happen. So I was the brains behind all of the setup, the movements, um, the layout of the intro of how we're going to get our clients in, the programming that we were going to do, and he was going to be the backing of the money. Well, he went on a trip and just kind of left me hanging. And I decided that, you know, when he got back that it just wasn't the best thing for me, you know, whether it was timing or intuitions. And everything happens for a reason. So from there, I decided to get a job with title boxing. And that was so much fun. Um, I used to box back in the day. And I've actually had four boxing fights. My first one is my only claim to fame. Um, We had three two-minute rounds. And I got the girl pretty good in the third round and ended up breaking her nose. I'm not a violent person. But when it comes down to boxing, your goal when you get put in the ring is to beat up your other opponent. All right. I've never been in a fight outside of a boxing ring. Just to clarify that it was the end of January when I called my dad up to inform him that somebody had busted out my driver's side window. I don't get heated a lot, but if you want to see me pissed off, that was a day. It had been the coldest night in new Orleans history The night before, and there was so many cars on the street, and somebody decided to pick my car to bust out the window. From there, I had some talks with myself and thinking about what I wanted to do with my future and letting my dad know that I wanted to make the move to move back to Iowa. From there, a very good friend of mine told me that a gym was looking for a female coach. So I did what I needed to do to reach out to them and set up an interview. So in March, I moved back to Cedar Rapids, Iowa, where I worked at a gym. I missed working at a gym. I love community. I love getting people together. I love people having to have a good time. But I also love to coach people on fitness and how to move their body well. So getting back into that is exactly what I needed. About a year in, I started to feel that I wanted another challenge. I wanted something more. I'm never going to not be a coach. I'm never going to not talk to people about fitness and nutrition and how they can better themselves because that's what I'm wired to do. I've always wanted to start my own company. I've always, people have told me, whatever you do when you go out on your own, let me know. So when people believe in you more than you believe in yourself, that's probably something that you should look into. So I made the decision of going to my boss and letting him know that I wanted to leave the company and go out on my own. I'm not going to lie. That is a scary thing to think of, of being the person that is a sole proprietor and not having that steady income from a sustainable job. I'm super excited for 2020. I cannot predict what the future is going to give me, yet I'm going to work as hard as I can to help provide coaching services to people who are wanting them. Being from a small town, there are not a lot of resources, not a lot of gyms on every corner. Some towns don't have grocery stores and people have to travel. And I wanna help bring fitness and health and mindfulness to those small towns. So that's why I want to market to small towns and showing people that you don't need a lot of equipment to get a good fitness in. And that even though maybe you don't have the best resources out there, when you go grocery shopping, how to be effective with your grocery shopping. Giving people personalized fitness to help maybe get them out of pain, help them build strong muscles and help them start manifesting the life that they wanna live. I won't have everything figured out but I'm excited to take on this new adventure that I have put myself in. Thank you all for listening for me today. Hopefully this gave you a little insight into my life. It is not everything about my life. Um, I would be here for days and boring you if I I told you everything about my life. But hopefully this gave you just a little bit of insight of who I am and the direction that I'm going in. If you wanna follow me on Instagram, My name is serenity underscore strong. I post a lot of information on there in my stories. And if you are looking for a coach or just want some insight on the direction that you need to go, please feel free to reach out to me, um, either on Instagram or you can reach out to me via Facebook. You can find me there at Shelby Ann and message me that way. And as always, you have one body. Do the best that you can to make it the best one and peace, love and unicorns.